I would just bring a pair of dress shoes, and that way, no matter what you're like, <laughs> no matter what I have, I could just throw the dress shoes on. Yeah, as That's... long as you're wearing dress shoes, you're pretty much dressed up. podcast i think we i think we are it's, we need we can skip formalities because you know why why be formal we we've we've met you in person we've shared your your veginase we should say that you're mr dugan o'neill music video director and my name is adam Fairhome, and this is Doug, douglas Klinger. perfect i mean that i so we so we're not skipping the formalities then is what you're saying well, just for anybody, I mean, we're not we're not formal, but people listening, we're a little, it's a, that's a little uh, more of a formal race. I'm wearing dress shoes, so I actually am formal. And you are formal. I'm wearing a suit with um, high tops, so I'm kind so of not, like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not really that formal right now. But L.A. is a very, as we saw when we went there last month, is a very fashion-forward place, more so than anywhere I've been to. Is it? Is it? Uh, I guess a little bit of pressure to keep that fashion forward forwardness. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say there's pressure, um, but it's definitely interesting to see the different styles. And I don't know. I like. I like to wear fun stuff. So it's all. You know. I feel like you can get away with more here. LA is definitely really accepting if you want to wear something kind of weird. Whereas other places, if I, you know, sometimes you it, you will call a little bit of attention to yourself. So it's nice to to know that LA has a lot of uh, has has acceptance in the fashion world, in the fashion sense, I guess. I enjoy. I, I don't. I don't feel like I feel any pressure though. That's good. But I do. I will say though. I honestly will say that I I recently started wearing. I used to always wear dress shoes for the reason that I felt dressed up. But I recently switched to wearing um, like sneakers, and I don't really feel like I'll go I'll go places for you know like a restaurant or something, and I don't feel that dressed up, even though I am. But it's because I'm wearing sneakers. But the sneakers are so comfortable that I don't know if I'll ever wear dress shoes again. So, do you ever like? Do you ever find yourself just because you're in the sneakers, just like? Just like doing athletic stuff. Yeah, like three sixties when you know, just like kind of walking downstairs, or you know, like instead of instead of like you know, walking through a gate, you know, I'll do like a backflip over it, you know, like parkour style. And this, yeah, this it just because of the sneakers. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, yeah, basically. I I could never do that stuff in dress shoes. No, it right. cuts into your feet. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, if- blisters. It's just it would be bad. If I uh, was smart with my money, I'd I'd start a company that made um, uh, comfortable dress shoes. But I started a website instead. Oh, that'd be good. Maybe I'll start the comfortable dress shoes site or uh, company, and we can we can do advertisements on the site. That's good. Yeah, and it sounds on the like podcast. We're, we're kind of already doing that, like kind of right now. So, just what's our suit. what's the name? Just we don't need to change it. This could be still be filmed insert. 
no, could be, uh, could websites. Com- conform, conform, mm. comfortable, formal footwear. Conform. That's good. With the Andre so, the Giant uh, logo, I'm sure <laughs> totally. they. I'm sure they could. Uh, I'm sure that's not copyrighted. Why would it? No, been? no, no. Um, no totally. And did you go last year to the LA Music Video Festival, or is this your first year? Yeah, I went last year, and I was I was also, I was on a uh, last year was amazing. Um, I was on a panel with um, uh, like a new up and coming directors uh, panel that was uh, moderated by Danielle, you know, that, who you met from Doomsday, and mm-hmm. um, Brian, who's a commissioner, Brian Yotz, who's a commissioner at uh, at Columbia, and it was me, Ace Norton, Hero, um, Eli Stoneberg. Um, Isaiah Surratt, um, who else was there? Um, 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 I think that's it. So what's in the water that makes it uh, that all the people who were the up-and-coming last year are now like the names that you hear all the time with music videos? What like It seems like it's, it's like so uh, kind of crazy that that happened, that it was like, it was up and coming, and then it became coming right away. That sounds weird. <laughs> well, I thought it was weird because Ace, Ace and Hero have been making videos for a really long time, especially Ace. I remember looking, following Ace's work. I mean, he was like work, working with Partisan when he was like 23. I mean, he's been he's done so many videos, and so I thought it was kind of funny that he was up and coming. But I think it was mostly just, you know, the uh, it was just like a younger director thing. Like, cause they they did a whole thing with like some of the like, you know, they had like, you know, Spike Jones won an award and Joseph Kahn and, you know, um, a lot of those guys. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Nick? No, not Nick Lee. Um, I can't remember the other guy's name that did that Eminem video that won a bunch of awards. Ooh yeah. No. Uh, it's a Lee. His last name's Lee, I think. Which Eminem video was it? Was for Not Afraid? Yeah, that one. Who did that one? Ooh, give me a. We'll edit this out so it sounds like I. Nope, 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 nope. This is staying in. <laughs> so keep looking. The, the imperfections make it more perfect. Exactly. exactly. Um, here it is. That's a yeah. weird video, though. I, I don't know. I like I like that video. I like it up until the when he flies off the uh, like apocalyptic like street thing. Where the street like all of a sudden turns into a giant ditch, and he's like a CG character flying around. And it loses you at that point. At that point, I just kind of yeah, it kind of lost me because it's just not. I just lost me. Let's all just leave it at that. Is that Richard Lee? Richard Lee, Rich Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there and he won won some awards. Um, but yeah, that was that was a really fun panel because. Um, I think that was like the first time that I met, or one of the first times that I had met Hero and was just becoming friends with Ace. And Isaiah and I I have been friends for a long time too. And the Daniels were supposed to be there, um, but they were on a job in New York. Um, Daniels, we hear a lot about the Daniels lately. Oh, yeah. Especially because their music video for Foster the People Houdini just came out. Um, What do you think about that video? That actually was going to be one of my picks. I have two picks. Well, there. Well, then, if you've got two, you've got one in the reservoir. That's good because we love that video. And I actually—it's funny you mentioned Nero because I had no clue that he played one of the Daniels in that or or alternate universe Daniels. 
Yeah. Um, I completely missed that, even though I had, well, I had met him the day before when I first saw the video. But uh, it's uh, he, he blends in well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, that video is – when I first saw that video, I almost quit. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I was – it, like, messed me up for a week because I was just like, oh, my God. That is, like – they have everything in there. They, yeah, those guys are the, – they're, they're, they're on a, another level. They're, and they're, they're good friends of mine. I, I love them dearly. They're, like, some of the sweetest people in the world, and they're super funny and – their their videos though are just, they're like progressively getting like every time I'm like wow that's like the most genius video I've ever seen and then I'll do another video and then you know but I'm getting used to to them making videos that are just so beyond good um, as long as like I just like you know I, I did almost quit though oh Kevin Slack tweeted earlier. Uh, today and today's April twenty sixth. That he, he made him reconsider his, his career. I've seen a few directors of music videos just get really down in the dumps about this. <laughs> you know, it feels it's like just so good. It's so good. I mean, it's a compliment in a in a way. I mean, I, I know I actually told them that. I told I told both those guys that I almost quit, and they were they were upset because they know they're not trying to do that. They're trying to they want to inspire people to to you know make art. But it, it, that video is just. It's just so good. I mean, everything lined up with that video too. I mean, it's it's such a great song, and it's yeah. it's just so good. Yeah, they they so. definitely seem to be supportive. Like we, you know, they like with Vimeo comments and stuff. We always see them kind of like interacting with other directors on there and stuff. And uh, uh, they're like the nicest guys in the world, probably in the world. I haven't uh, met every single person in the world, but <laughs> I bet you, I I if I did, I would still think that. Well, you should, I mean, you can't just go throwing out things like that without backing it up. So we'll take that with a grain of salt, unless you... Okay, well, they're some of the nicest people that I know. And I, I, yeah, I really appreciate them. They're, they're doing such amazing work. Now, on Twitter, they mentioned that it took them, it's, the video has been a long, because we, I mean, we saw it, we should mention that we saw it at Doomsday screening a month ago, and it just came out the other day. Um, it's, have been working on this for a while? Because it seems like... They, they finished this with that video a year ago. Wow. Yeah, I've, there was a whole slew of Foster the People um, uh, songs that came through. Um, and, you know, Ace and uh, the Daniels and Hero and, you know, obviously all the people at the Doomsday Screen were all repped by Danielle. Mm -hmm. And so it's really rare when you get um, a really good song with, for a really cool band that has a good budget. Like, it's sometimes you'll get, you know, a decent song that has a really good budget for a band that's not super cool. And then, so, you know, but most of the time for the cool bands, they just ha don't have the budgets that, you know, some of the other bands that are on bigger labels do. But there's a round of Foster the People tracks that came through the emails and we all wrote on them. I, I pitched on, I think, three, to, like Houdini, Call It What You Want, and there's one other one. Oh, Helena Beat. And they all had really good, you know, they had decent budgets and they were such great songs. And I wrote some, um, one of my favorite treatments yet for one of them. And they, the label really liked it, but the band, um, you know, wasn't feeling it. And, I, and they ended up making the right decision, I think, because the, I think all the, the videos that Ace did are, are, are amazing too. But um, so that was all a year, like about a year ago. 
And then, um, you know, I'd, I would heard about the Daniels video and, you know, people were kind of telling me like that they had like had themselves playing in it and stuff. So, and then, I, but I didn't know the Daniels then. And there were like, there was a whole string of, of tree of songs that came in that they ended up getting that I really wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so they were temporarily my nemesis, but, um, but what, you know, it was only because I was like, there, it was, there, I'd, would pitch on a song and then I would be like, yeah, Danielle, what, whatever happened with that? And they're like, oh, Danielle's got it. And I would, <laughs> I would be pissed, but I secretly would be kind of happy because I was really excited to see what they did because they were really starting to do really next level stuff. That was right around the time that they did the um, Manchester orchestra. Uh, orchestra video, mm-hmm. um, which I also pitched on. <laughs> and uh, what do you do with that? What do you do with an idea that that you? That you pitch on, and that like you said that the best treatment you ever writ- written was uh was one of the, for Foster the People video. What what do you do with those treatments? Do you just throw them away or? Uh no, I mean some treatments are so specific to like a song that you can't really uh, reuse them. But um, I, you know the 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 Temper Trap video that that um, just came out that was a recycled treatment. Um, and same with the TV on the radio one. I had pitched that to one other artist and um so i I mean it's totally cool you know i I, if it's an idea that i really love i'll I'll recycle it until i'll I'll repitch it until it it gets made and so i also wanted to talk about the need your love video i'm glad you mentioned that because this is we wouldn't we wouldn't have brought it up otherwise no if you want to talk about yourself i guess uh no i mean i can talk about other music (laughs) directors which I love to do. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm, I'm. Uh, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about me. I guess for I guess a minute. I guess. I mean, okay. you guys want now or whatever. This um. <laughs> so need your need your love. Everybody should go check it out because it's a. I, this is a really fantastic video. It it is, um, obviously influenced by a lot of '80s movies. Um, in the genre of teen meets uh, martial arts is could you list off some of the movies that have were you know played a part in the inspiration of this um mostly just karate kid mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's other 80s elements i mean there's the breakfast club uh ending we got in there <laughs> um but it was mostly just i mean it really was yeah very much the karate kid you know reading a lot of the youtube comments people mentioned double dragon a lot yeah, yeah, that's I the did. other one that I was going to... I was thinking Karate Kid and Double Dragon, very... Yeah, which I totally forgot about and wasn't even thinking about, but it's cool that they're they're bringing that one up. But, um, yeah, no, I was just really... I, you know, I, I came up with... I actually came up with this concept, like, almost a year and a half ago, and um, I just thought it'd be really funny to do a video about the, the guy that everyone hates. <laughs> and like maybe just you know really see what his life is like. Why why is he such a dick? You know maybe that maybe he's got it tougher than than we realize. And maybe that guy just needs a little bit of love and acceptance. That's true. That's um. You know that all that sentiment in itself is very nineteen eighties. Yeah, I mean, and it, I, like rewatching that film. Like I came like I I thought about the idea, and then I pitched it, and then. Again, that I'm really glad that that band passed because it was so perfect for um, this song and for Temper Trap and 
you know, even just the title Need Your Love is like, sounds like something from the 80s. Um, <laughs> but it, uh, and you know, it, it, it definitely evolved. Like I altered it to, to better fit this song. And, but um, re, like after I came up with that concept and, and uh, I rewatched Karate Kid and it's like, that guy is just the, the Johnny Lawrence character from Cobra Kai. He's just like the most unlikable bad guy in any movie ever. It's amazing how much you don't like that guy, mm-hmm. you know. But so, you never know. You never know about the what's going on behind the scenes. Right? Life. Yeah, you never really see his family life. You don't really see what's going on with him, and you know. And I, I don't know. It's and it's such a classic ending too of the of that movie. But it was it was a really tricky, uh, tricky like slippery slope. And I think I mentioned this to you when um, when you guys were visiting, just making that making that video. We had to be really careful about how not being too Karate Kid, even though it was very blatantly Karate Kid, mm-hmm. um, just for le- legal reasons and stuff. So no, like wax on, wax off. Yeah, we had to do. We had to kind of switch out a lot of stuff. Originally, had it like exactly like Karate Kid, but I'm actually glad that that it it turned out the way it did because it just I don't know. It, I got to like have a little bit more freedom with it rather than it being so closely. Like, you know, had to be exactly a Karate Kid or else it wouldn't have worked. It kind of, like, was better that it was, you know, just like a a kind of lower budget version of Karate Kid. Even though that's kind of funny because I think you watch Karate Kid and it definitely wasn't that big big of a budget. No, no. I mean, I think they they made a lot of teen 80s uh, movies in the 80s that were very, very low budget. And the movie I was also thinking of is... Like this is not in the Karate Kid's league, but Three Ninjas. Did you ever see that movie? When oh, you were a kid? I love Three Ninjas. Oh, that was such a great. I can't. Remember, I don't know what year that came out. Let me let me see. But that was. Uh, was there like ten of those? With one of them had Hulk Hogan or something like that. Uh, well, I got dumb, just like oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles got dumb. Do you remember Tum Tum? Oh yeah. Ninety two. <laughs> the original movie was ninety two, so not quite nineteen eighties, but. Uh, yeah, um, I was definitely influenced by Three Ninjas for sure. I love that movie. Um, what, when you say that, like you had to make sure that it was like, like you had to make little tweaks to to make it not exactly Karate Kid. Like, are you like submitting it to like lawyers or somebody to? Like, yeah, I mean, make ba- sure? basically because you know you've heard of about um, certain music videos and artists being sued by by people. I don't know. Yeah, you've like David LaChapelle sued Rihanna. For a million dollars and mm. uh, for like that um, S and M video, oh, that, yeah, yeah. that Melina did, and then you know, so there's just like a lot of, uh, and I think Keith Schofield got into some legal stuff about um, that uh, Beck Charlotte Gainsbourg video hmm. a while back. Is that is that that's her name right? Um, so it, I, it basically the label puts it through their legal team. And um, they kind of decide whether or not it's too close to certain things. And they went through and they're like, okay, know this, know that, know that. And uh, they came back with a list of stuff, you know, no, no animal logos on the, on the karate geese, no bonsai trees, no, no crane kick. Um, but ultimately, I think it would have been okay because I think they were seeing, reading the treatment uh, as less of a parody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it went through, it went through the legal 
team uh, after it was done again, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this is a parody." So, yeah, I would think that'd be protected under under parody. I thought that that was sort of protected, but I guess you have do have to change a few things here and there. I think I think, uh, I think it would have been fine. They were just being super careful. Yeah, it, and it would, would also I don't know. It's yeah, it's it's just one of those things that you know they they're they're just being really careful, and I understand. Uh, and the concept it, of a of a legal team who's like uh like experts on the Karate Kid and <laughs> and the subtle nuances of the Karate yeah. Kid. It's like it's like totally. oh no 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 you can't have the bonsai trees. That's really important. I I went to law school to know that. <laughs> totally. Or what if the the legal team were actually ninjas? Think that, about that. This is making a lot more sense now, and, and so it seems actually just less protect, out of place. They're just protecting the kung fu ways from getting it into the mainstream media. It's about true. It. People who go to law school are very secretive. That does kind of make sense in a way. They're like in some sort of Illuminati kung fu gang, <laughs> and they're controlling the world. So maybe that's that all the, you hear about that all the time. Yeah. Well, people heard it here first. Yep. On on uh, on the podcast, it's good. I think that might think that that may or may not be the name of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Illuminati kung fu lawyers. That's you're giving away free treatments here. I don't know. <laughs> Basically, I mean, there was a while. There's, I, I will, I will say that there was like a, a phase. Um, I've noticed that I like when I'm writing treatments or like I get inspired about something and I try to work it into like almost every video. <laughs> And there was a there was a phase where I would be basically put kung fu on the end of anything, and it actually made it really, really cool. It'd be like um, zombie ninjas. Mm. Think about it. Take two things that are popular, or one thing, and then just add kung fu or ninjas on the on the end of it, and it's like you got yourself a really fun music video. Hunger Games ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, it doesn't, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen Hunger Games yet, so. Uh, me neither. But I hear the kids like it. This is a very popular, popular movie. Yeah, it did really well in the, in the, at the box office, right? It did, yeah. Uh, lots of money. You no, know, I actually know, I know the lead of that movie, Jennifer Lawrence. Really? How do you know her? Um, she, she used to date a friend of mine, and I, I knew her pre-famous. And now she's like one of the most famous people in the world. She used to hang out all the time. I used to see her everywhere. And this and is now, in LA. Not anymore. Yeah. Yep. She got sucked in. She got blew she blew up. She blew up. She's Jaiju just now. I mean, I I, th- I don't think she'd even done uh she, actually, you know, she did do the Winter Bones movie. Mm, but I'd oh, never yeah. seen it and I'd never seen her act. I knew she was an actress and I mean I was around her all the time and it was like you know, you just never know who's gonna be the lead of Hunger Games. Is what I'm trying to say. And nobody, I mean, who saw Winter's Bone? I mean, she could have been in a serial commercial. Right. I Not, mean, this did, uh, she did get nominated for Academy Award for that, though. Mm, but who sees it? I don't know. Does anybody see any Academy Award movies anymore? I saw zero. I think I saw zero of them this year. I saw The Artist. Oh, you did? I can't bring myself to see that. Was it any good? You know, I, I actually did like it. Oh, I will good. be honest. I, I, I did like that. I, um,. I have a little but bit I of didn't a have any expectations. I didn't know that it was going to be that it was even a, a good movie. I, I didn't even know about it. Well, did you know it was, was going like, to be silent though? I didn't even know it was going to be silent. See, I, I I can't even stand like every time I go to a movie theater, there's somebody with 
popcorn or something like that. I can't stand the noises. So a whole movie that's silent would be like my own personal hell. I well, can't. Well, it's not. It's it's not like there's no sound. There's there's no talking, but it's all with you know orchestrated with music and sound effects, like the old days. You know. Oh, there's music with it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you think it was a, like you thought it was watching. a muted film? I thought it, well, you were sitting there completely in silence. Who told me that? Somebody told me that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. No, Stop listening to not. Twitter. Sound is, a, sound is a very big part of, of the movie, you know? I think it was Steven Spielberg who said it's 90% of the movie. No, 60% of the movie. Then, ca- oh yeah, 90%, 90% of directing is casting and 60% of the movie is sound. I'm pretty sure. I think there was a pie graph that he made <laughs> at some point, and I'm, that, I don't know that, that You can make those real easy on Excel now. I bet he did that. Yeah. But, I mean, There's a really cool video that I saw um, on the internet of Steven Spielberg uh, watching the Academy Awards. Speaking of the Academy Awards, he's in like, he just finished Jaws, and he's watching the Academy Awards on TV, and they didn't win anything. And he's like really young, and he's like in this kind of like very Hollywood... Uh, 70s looking house with these t- two really <clears throat> eccentric guys that may or may not be on drugs and uh, it's really funny and he's talking about how you know he's he, he, they're like the cameras on him as they as they didn't win he's talking about commercial backlash and he's pretty rad it made me like him more than than I did before he's cool yeah because yeah Steven Spielberg used to be a real cool guy. I mean, he still could be a real cool guy. I don't know, but I'm trying to find this picture right. Is it a picture or a video? It's a video. It's and awesome. And he didn't, he didn't go to the Academy Awards? He just sat home he and watched it? He didn't go. No, he was watching. And he was like, I don't even think that, I don't know. It just, it's kind of weird. He's watching it on TV. It was a place uh, with a camera, though. It's not like it was, a, it's, yeah. so it's not like cell phone <laughs> footage. So at least it was somewhere that they were documenting what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like it was shot on film, hmm. which is nice. It was back in the day when home videos were shot on film. I remember those days. But it's like 16 millimeters or something. It's cool. It's, it's definitely... It's do, you, do you ever shoot on film or is it uh, all, uh, all video? I shot my first video on Super 8, and that's the only time that I shot on film. I, w- I would love to shoot on film. I think film looks amazing, but... It's at the point now where unless you really, really have a lot of money and, I don't know, feel the need to shoot on film, then it's not really the thing to do. I mean, the, you know, the, the Alexa or the, the Red even, I mean, it looks pretty good. I think the Alexa is the best. That's the camera that I like to use. It's, it's the most cinematic looking. It's a little bit softer than... The red. And what, and what format is that? Is it like a, a hard drive or, or? Yeah, it shoots onto a card. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, Adam, we should get into this this uh, this new section of the show that we were going to try out. I think, Adam, do you think this is, this is a good time as any? I have no clue that? what you're talking about. But oh, then it's even the best time for it. Uh, so, Dugan, I, I think... Uh, now would be a great time of the show. Um, we have a, a huge audience, and pr- pretty much everyone in the world listens to this. So, um, if there's anyone out there that you want to call out, um, now would be the time to do it. Um, but I don't hate anybody. I, I don't want to. 
All right. Well, then we can push. We can push straight straight on through into the second segment, which is anyone that you would like to thank. Okay. Um, I would like to thank my mom and dad because uh, they brought me into this world, and you know, that's pretty awesome, <laughs> right? Am I right? I think we might no, have to I- cut that segment out. Yeah, my segments didn't, my segments didn't work. I uh, have no clue. No, what I, I, going I, on. No, I, I do want to say I want to say um, happy birthday to my dad because he just he actually just turned seventy, and I was in uh, what was uh, on, what day yesterday? No, on sat- last Saturday. Oh, okay, yeah, my dad just so. turned uh, some fifty something uh, the other day. April birthday dads, they're cool dads. That they're this is a cool way dads. better segment. This segment got way better all of a sudden. Yeah, I no, wish you, my, I mean, you caught me off guard. There's, there's definitely a lot of people that I, I would like to thank, um, but you know, I I feel like I, I should thank the mom and dad because uh, they have been really supportive to um, my creative um, aspirations, and they're really creative people too. And I'm you know been really inspired by them. So I just I feel like that that those are the people that I wanted to thank, even though maybe a little cheesy, but that's that's what came up. That's real. Surprise, surprisingly genuine moment, right yeah. there. That was heart. Yeah, that's what our that's what podcast. Uh, it it lacks a heart sometimes, which is what we're going for. So, and if you want to see Dugan's family, you can see Dinner, the short film. Yeah, Dinner, and then there's. Oh yeah, I guess that's the only one with the whole fam, huh? Yeah, well, the the thumbnail for it on your site is your whole family. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I also I I want to talk to you about the Rachel Bilson video as well, yeah. Because um, this is I mean anybody who has met you and seen also the behind the scenes uh, for the Temper Trap music video is hilarious. Oh, yeah. um, it's a great. Yeah, it's I, usually the behind the scenes are I don't know they're 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 fun to watch but uh, this one was really entertaining and this this like the Rachel Bilson video seems really your style in terms of. You know, it's really funny and it's energetic and it's just a, a great promo. But it's it's a it's like a commercial, but a, also a promo for a television show as well. Do I have that correct? Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, yeah, is is a process for doing this the same as music videos? Because we Doug and I are, are have puzzled over these these things a little bit because, like, Skechers has their like music video slash commercial for Skechers program. A lot of people kind of. Converse. Say a uh, converse, sorry, not sketchers. They have like a music video and they combine it with something else, like like you know a product or something like that, um, and then put it out there. Was this is one of those things, or do you think it's more of a music video than anything else? Uh, this one, well, like I know for 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 like those kind of branded music videos, like you're still dealing with an agency. Yeah. And you have a slightly better budget than you would if you were just doing it with the label, um, so you have a little bit more like leeway that way. But you're still dealing with like you know the agency and a client and also artists and a label. So I, that that is definitely more leaning towards like how a commercial would operate. But um, the Rachel Bilson thing was I know we had a lot of freedom and. Uh, Wilson Bethel, who wrote the song and wrote the lyrics, and who's on the show with Rachel and produced the whole thing, he's um, uh, a friend of mine who who came to me with the project, and then we developed it together. Um, that was that was more like it, it was different from doing a regular music video because it was just a something that was like gonna happen. They're like they wanted it, you know. He pitched it; they were into it, 
and then you know the the network was really was pretty supportive in making it happen you know we we had to get we went back to get some like more funding several times because <laughs> we were shooting uh on the Warner Brothers lot and there's a lot of like red tape to go through if you're not a not a union shoot and we had to end up being union and all this stuff so they were they were actually really supportive into making it happen so um a lot of times when you go over budget with the music video with a label they don't they don't necessarily have the the money to like really to to be like okay like here's more money to to for what you need so that was really cool and also the fact that i did i wasn't you know writing against anybody that's always nice too and why were you kind of the why were you running against nobody or why were you the guy well this was just a direct thing that it was something that wilson wanted to do with me and then and then he basically you know, it's something that he pitched to the network and got Rachel involved and, you know, kind of was like the liaison between the production world and, and, and actually making it happen through the network. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just, there was no, normally when I get a, a song in, it's, it's, you know, through, can you guys hear that helicopter? Yeah, but it's all right. Everybody likes okay. helicopters. Yeah, it's, yeah, LA's got a lot of helicopters. We call them ghetto birds. So that's the, uh, is that like an LA thing? If like if I'm talking oh, yeah. to somebody from LA, that I'd be like, "Hey, ghetto birds!" It is a ghetto yeah, yeah. bird up in the sky. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, uh, good. Um, and I, I guess that uh, I guess that means I live in the ghetto. So, well, LA is a bit. Of, I don't know. LA is there's some there's some sections of LA that are a little sketchy, right? I saw a documentary on that once. Really? Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm, my neighborhood is pretty pretty safe. Did you guys make it over to? Silver Lake? No, where's that? Oh, it's, I think it's more east from where you were staying. Yeah, I don't know where we were. We drove around in a in a, in a large van and oh, saw a lot of cars and traffic. It, LA right. is a very large place. It's difficult to get around. Yeah, it's a big place. Um, I'm not. I've not. I I hadn't heard that. It was, I was completely unprepared for it. No one had ever warned me about the LA traffic. <laughs> you yeah. serious? Yeah. No. No. Not. It's, I think that's all people talk about, especially people not from LA. So they're like, "Ugh, well, I hear LA is great, but the traffic, you know, well, can't deal with it." After that, I think the week after SNL like had a skit about Californians and how they talk nonstop about how they got where they are. They'll just show up at a place and just say, "I took the you know f- whatever roads you guys have over there, the 101 or whatever." And it's true. Everybody taught. Everybody told me how they how they got everywhere, and we were telling people how we got everywhere. It was um, it was a very communal community experience. Um, well, kind of like the more you know about how like the secret roads and the times to drive, the faster you're going to get places, which makes you slightly better than people who are sitting in traffic. You don't want to be. You don't want to be like those people. What's that? Even though I I am one of those people sometimes. And I don't know if it makes you better. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, you, sh- you went that way. Well, I took the 101 to the five at 3:30 p.m. I cut over Venice Boulevard, went up Culver Drive, and then flipped a 180, came back, and I realized that I should have just taken the 405 the whole way. So, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with that, but well, the people then kind of like they made the same mistakes, and then. Uh, your friendships are better for it. Yeah, maybe it's like a bonding thing. You know, I well, it's also it's also kind of like you know, um, I started riding uh, a bike recently, mm-hmm. and not like 
learning to ride a bike, but actually like riding bike around the neighborhood and stuff. So you previously you, were what you were you knew how to ride a bike. This is just I've getting... known how to ride a bike for a while. Okay. Like, since you I was, have like, some, any, can you be a little bit more specific? Like uh, yeah, just like riding like using a bike for transportation as well. No, no, like when you learned. Oh, I learned I learned probably when I was about five, four. When cool. when a kid normally learns how to ride a bike. Cool. But I but I bought a bike that's good for driving on the road. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. They go to the bike like, store bike. and they tell you all about that that kind of stuff. But yeah, you go so when you meet other people on bikes, it's all about the bike your your bike routes. You know how you get places because some in LA, some places have more of a a shoulder for people on bikes. Some don't. Some are really dangerous, and there's like, you know, there's like, they're all the roads all messed up and stuff. So maybe you know, I think it's it's pretty much it's similar. I want to on the Rachel Bilson um, call me doctor video. I just want to ask: Is it the the Kings hat she is wearing? Is that an LA Kings hat? Yeah, that's like the like hockey a, team. That's an NWA reference. Which, from which video? I don't totally know. You know, that was Wilson's touch. Okay. Wilson's like really dialed with the all the the uh, cultural influences. Yeah, Wilson is the one that uh, he's on Heart of Dixie. He plays one of the characters. He's one of the guys on the Prius, mm. you know, holding the hose. And, and he, he wrote the lyrics for Rachel and did all that. And what... It. You have a. Uh, what did you put on her teeth? I can been trying to figure out what that is for, uh, the, we were for the shooting, silver teeth. So yeah, we were shooting a close up, and I was like, "Oh, it would have been so perfect." She had a grill, and then and then we're like, "Oh, we should just do it like a ghetto version of a grill." So we pulled out a gum wrapper for like, <laughs> for like big red or something, and she just did that. She was such a trooper. Man. She was really cool. I really liked her. She really was down for for making this thing, and it was so much. It was really surreal to shoot it because we had like, it was basically just our crew on the entire Warner Brothers back lot, or not back lot, the entire Warner Brothers lot. Oh, wow. And, you know, we're cruising on golf carts through Warner Brothers, these big, you know, where they film big movies and stuff. And, you know, it was really, it was a lot of fun. That's kind of crazy. Was it just a day that nobody was really shooting anything or? We shot, it, was, it was a Sunday. Oh. Yeah. And it was just after. It was like January eighth, I believe. So like people were still kind of coming back from the Christmas break. Yeah. Yeah, and the holidays and stuff. And I haven't been to that that lot before, but people who uh, I've talked to have been there say it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really cool. Super iconic. All the the buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was really fun. But she was she was a trooper, and it was you know not too long of a shoot and it was really fun to shoot on sets that was my first time like getting to 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 work on sets and stuff like actual pre-made sets right so that was really fun um yeah it was was, that was really cool yeah wilson and i are actually writing another uh project which i'll tell you about at another time when i can talk about it what why why don't you just say it What's uh? It's pretty top secret. I mean, I don't know if I can tell you guys just yet. I mean, I can tell you guys, but I don't know if I can tell the world. Well, speaking of the world, we should 
Yeah, we should give the world. Uh, we should you guys want to know my, my other pick besides yeah, the? No, no, that's the world that we're getting into right now. Yeah, that's just our. We'll, when we introduce stuff, we would like to go like this for a little bit, like whoa, 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 and then we like, and then we figure out what we want to say, and then we say it. So is, we're we're gonna talk about the world, and then it goes into about the picks of the week. Okay. That's why people like our podcast so much because we get to the point real quick. Yeah, I love it. What do you guys? I mean, what do you guys? Feel about the world right now. How, how do you feel like things are going? In I the world? things are. I mean, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of filmed inserts looking good. Yeah, filmed inserts so. is going fine <laughs> within my within our within our purview. But you know, you want if you want to get into politics, we could you know. Because I wasn't actually referring to politics. I was just talking about as a as a whole of the you know humans on the earth. You know, just like checking in about how you thought things were going. I give it like a eight out of ten. Honestly, it's been a good. It's been good so far, Doug. We're. St- I think we're. I think we're doing good. I think, I think we're. We're, we're doing better than. We're doing better than Pluto. Yeah. And what's going on in Pluto? Pluto's. Pluto is in a bad place right now. Yeah. I wish somebody would just talk to Pluto. Right. See. See where his head's at. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Dugan, why don't you? Uh, why don't you let us know what you're? We'll go. We'll go. Uh, uh, you then me then Doug. Sounds like a good order. Our picks of the week. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. What do you What do you picks got for us? Okay, so I, I did want to talk about Foster the People Houdini video, which we did because mm-hmm. I think that video is it's it's got a little bit of everything. It's a joke within a joke, but it's also got a really strong narrative element and it's got effects. It's really, really a pretty perfect music video, and I love that video. But we talked about that one, but I have another one that is my next favorite pick. And it's it's not as effects heavy. It's pretty straightforward, but it's just I think it's really brilliant. And it and it takes a couple of, it's just kind of a, a it's just a really solid music video. And it's for Electric Guest, and the song's called This Head I Hold, and it's directed by Keith Schofield. Not sure if you saw this video. I think it maybe even came out came out to, on Wednesday. Oh, this is this is new stuff. This is hot stuff. This is hot stuff, and you know, you know, obviously, Keith Schofield's, um, you know, one of the music video greats, mm-hmm. who's ma- who continuously is making more and more better stuff. Um, but this video, in particular, I really, I, I just think it's it's awesome. I don't know, if it's. Do you guys want me to talk about it? Oh, you can give an overview. You- we got links to it in the show notes as well. Yeah. Okay, so well, Electric Guest is a is a new artist, and you know, I, I think I don't know, if, I'm not sure if you saw the video. He's the brother of Yorma Tacconi. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and he looks a lot like him. So when you first watch the video, you're like, wow, that looks a lot like Yorma. Um, oh, and Yorma the directed Lonely a video. Island. Yeah, from Lonely Island, and Yorma directed a vi- his his first video. That's also really good. Um, I have a little, I have a, a story that I, when I met, you want to hear my story really quick when when I met Andy Samberg? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. So I was I was living um, I was living actually in Hollywood and in this area where there's like a coffee shop, really kind of cool area. And this was during the time. This is like pre, maybe even pre YouTube. And you know I had made I was like just doing like you know music videos and just they weren't really going anywhere because there was no YouTube and like. But there was like the Lonely Island. Someone had shown me the Lonely Island website and they were like the first guys making comedy like videos and putting them on the internet like the first people oh yeah yeah it's like 2006 2005 yeah yeah it's like 2003 2004 
And so, I, but I was just like, me and my friends are like the biggest fans of these guys. And you know, I, I watched all their videos. And one day I saw uh, Andy and I think um, Akiva outside of this coffee shop I was in. And so I ran outside without even really thinking about it. And I was like, yo, yo, hey man, um, Andy, yeah. Uh, my name's Dugan, I just want to tell you that I love Coney Island. I love it. <laughs> and he looks at me kind of weird. I'm like, it's the best. He's kind of like, I love it, it's so good. And he's like, yeah, it's Lonely Island. And then he just turned around and, and walked away. And I felt, I felt a little stu- a little dumb. I felt a little dumb that I messed up the word. And now he's, you know, uber famous and Hopefully one day I'll get to meet him and, and you know, I'll, I'll say lonely instead of Coney. So that's maybe, that story. Maybe, maybe, that it is... stands out, maybe it stands out in his brain, too. I wonder if he remembers. But he's probably had so many people say weird stuff to him. You know, those guys are, like, so famous. I, I So he just, like, walk, he just said it's Lonely Island and walked away? He wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't, I mean, he didn't really laugh or anything. He was like, it's lonely. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> right. I, and I may have... I may have turned around because I was like, I felt really stupid, like that I messed it up. So maybe I was like, yeah, that's what I meant, and then just walked inside. Um, but I don't know. It was, it was a long time ago. But that that happened. So that's my that's my Andy Samberg story. Oh man, I wish I had an Andy Samberg story. Yeah. Even a yeah, and even a horrible one is cool. It's not as. Oh, yeah. Are you calling Dugan's story horrible? No, I'm saying it's not horrible. Like it's a horrible. Like sad day that not not man. Why would you think that that's what I would say? <laughs> what a horrible. No, I, know, I think I know what you meant. I know that, I it's was, like it was like a, it's just, it was horrible to happen. Horrible yeah. to happen. Not a horrible. That was a great story. Yeah, and then my other almost lonely island story is that Yorma was getting. To, I was at the juice shop in my by my studio and um, getting a juice, and I turned around and he was right behind me. And then I walked out of the store because uh, there was no reason for me to be in the store anymore because I had paid and got my paid for my juice and was holding it. You should have told him you love a Coney Island hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been really, that would have been good. I love this lonely Island. Yeah, I love I love the con the Coney Island. <laughs> Coney, I, I'm I'm in. Yeah, so that was uh, good times with those guys. I'm I'm sure I'll. Hopefully one day meet them and tell them how awesome they are, and that they probably get they probably get way way worse now. They probably get say, "Hey, Fred Armisen," or something like that. Like just completely like, (laughs) yeah. Like like at least you you just got the word wrong. You didn't think he was a completely different person. So right, you got that that going for you. Yeah, that would that would be a bummer. That would feel really bad if I was like, "Hey, what's up, Fred?" Like you said, and then he's like, "It's Andy," <laughs> and walked away and be like, "Yeah, have you learned nothing in yeah. nine years?" And like, aren't you the guys who? Aren't you the guy who called me the Coney Island? And I'd be like, <laughs> no, definitely not. Well, uh, uh, e- either way, Electric Guest has had I hold. I I just it's been playing in the background. This is a sweet ass. And that was a good. That was that was. Um, Far superior than uh, what Adam and I are about to do, which is to just explain the video. Uh, <laughs> let's see if we can. I'm going to try to do something cooler with mine. I'm happy Adam's going first. Wait, I'm wait, write- Dugan, did you have anything else to say about the the video though? I didn't mean to get you off on an Andy Samberg tangent. Um, I just, I just, I don't want to talk too much because it's, it's like, 
it's just a really really well done video and i and it has a has like a uh like a, the middle of the video take it takes a turn that i would d definitely was not expecting and it's it's just really solid so i, I don't want to i really don't want to give too much away or talk about it too much cuz i want people to watch it cuz i want them to be surprised as i was and if i feel like i talk about it it won't they won't be as surprised well, there you go. You got, we always encourage people, don't just listen to us describing music videos. Go and watch them. And if you go yeah. to the filmdesert.com slash podcast, it's all there for you to check out. Yeah. Are you going to link it to the podcast? Oh, yeah, definitely. We will. Oh, cool. We'll link that up. As well as uh, Doug's pick, which is coming up right now. No, no, you first. Remember, that's how you set it up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did set it up that way. Okay. Um, so, I... as. I don't know if anybody listens to more than one episode of this podcast before being disgusted and turning it off. I enjoy a lot of pop music. <clears throat> Not all the cool underground stuff that the kids like and that uh, Doug keeps bringing up. Um, so I watch a lot of just, you know, the top 10 music videos on Vivo and stuff like that. Just check those out. I like and, those too. Yeah, they're okay. they're really good. I mean, I these like are the they're yeah, the, and there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in the music video world for for those videos. And so I decided to go with uh, something out of the ordinary for this pick and it is uh, what well, makes you beautiful by One Direction. Um, mm. now if if you are not familiar with One Direction, they are five really young guys. They're like what are they like 12, 9? Four and a half, ish. They're four. Yeah, and they're very small people from Britain. They're Brits, cool. and um, a lot has been said about them. If you listen to any sort of media from and and I was listening to NPR the other day, and they're talking about One Direction. They're all over the place, um, and I, you know, I'm I'm in my late twenties, and I'm always kind of conscious of whether I get the things that are cool and hip and that kids uh, make popular because they're unbelievably popular in the states they're um, massive record sellers and um, have obviously been they have, I think they have a huge concert tour uh, this summer and um, I uh, was interested because in I don't get them at all I, they're just five kids who are singing a song that sounds a little generic which I guess is supposed to it's it's sort of really bubblegummy pop music but I watched this video and I, I enjoyed it because it's basically them hanging out on a beach um, with some girls who look a little bit younger than they are a little creepily mm -hmm. um, but it's them they go it's the during the day they have like an old 60s style van they're kind of splashing in the water um, and I thought it was a uh, uh, clever because there's a lot of throwbacks to um, their predecessors in terms of really popular teen musicians and that is uh, the Beatles and uh, and the Beach Boys um, with the van obviously the beach uh, imagery but also um, you know if you're familiar with the Beatles you know early trips from Britain to the United States uh, they went to New York but then they went immediately to Miami and there's you know some really iconic photographs of them kind of playing around in the water in Miami and they're, they they have um, the costuming is a little bit, um, I don't know if it's just the style or, or what's happening, but it's a little bit old school. Like I said, they're driving one of those old beat up uh, VW bands and, uh, vans, and it looks like uh, everybody is a kind of purposefully not in any makeup at all. It's kind of a really natural looking video. And when I heard the song, I, I figured it'd be something really bombastic, maybe a live performance video or something on stage. So it was just uh, interesting, the guy directed it. Um, who is 
name escapes me for a minute and is uh, John Urbano. Uh, yeah, he put he put his name. I'm watching the video right now. He put it right in there. Yeah, right at he the beginning. Put his name on the on the yeah. And it was shot Pretty in. Bold. um... That is. It's like a Jason Goldwatch move. That's like a rap video yeah, move. That is a Jason Goldwatch move for sure. And uh, it was shot in Malibu, California. And if you look up an uh, uh, entry on Wikipedia, they have a little section for video reception, and it mentions Sugarscape, named the music video quote the sexiest music video of all time. And if you're not familiar with Sugarscape, it is like 17, like a teenage girl magazine in, in Britain. It's pretty hilarious. So there you go. The sexiest music video of all time by directed by John Urbano. Uh, what makes it beautiful by One Direction. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a lot of crossfades in here too. Yeah, it's like it looks like kind of like an iMovie kind of thing, big vacation video. Yeah, but it's it's cool. It's cool. It's got it's got some things going on here. It's like they're like a full-on boy band. They are a full-on boy band, and uh, I guess I'm recommending it not so much for the artistry of it, but um, it's an insanely popular video and uh, just is a little bit against the grain in terms of what we're seeing in terms of popular video, especially because in the last three years, it's been uh, females who have dominated the charts and dominated really a lot of that uh, really popular music video genre, so it's interesting to see uh, males getting back into that uh, into that arena too yeah totally definitely interesting Doug definitely interesting uh, Doug Doug will, Doug goes now um, my pick of the week uh, is f- uh, a good video a uh, very popular video um, I don't know why Adam acts like I don't pick popular videos uh, this video is by um, a man named Gautier, and the song is Somebody That I Used To Know. Um, this video is not only popular, I think it has, uh, f- I think it's at this point, a trillion views on YouTube. So, um, super popular. Uh, I pick popular videos. Um, this video is so Wow, popular. it has 180 million hits. Yeah, it's very popular. I wow. was a little off by a trillion, but um, no. very popular. You know, you know, I wrote a treatment for for Gautier. Really? Which song? Um, oh, I can't even remember. I, I'll tell you in one second. I have it on my computer. It was after this song. It was pre him being the biggest thing ever. Is it Easy Way Out, maybe? I can tell you in one second. I have it right here. I think it was Feel Better. Feel Better. I don't even see that. We don't even have that on our website. I feel better. I don't know. They probably don't have a video for it. I think they probably. He's, he's got like a ton of different different styles of videos. A lot of animated stuff and a lot yeah. of. Um, yeah, he's doing a lot of videos, and he's he's so popular, in fact, that he has been. Uh, he was the performer on SNL. Um, what will be a couple of weeks ago when this episode comes out, and um, in that episode, the digital short with Andy Samberg, total callback to Dugan's pick. Um, uh, Taryn Killam uh, and Andy Samberg uh, essentially parody this video for the digital short in on Saturday Night Live last week or several weeks ago. Um, and it's really interesting, uh, Adam, I know you and I have talked about this, that uh, you know when a when a music video kind of is able to like kind of affect something in the mainstream like an episode of Saturday Night Live and um, you know, I think that, that Saturday Night Live probably took the 
took the risk on doing this sketch that assumes that people have seen a music video um, for a couple of reasons. One, because Gautier was the guest on the show, so people probably tried to familiarize themselves with Gautier. Um, but also the video's got so many views, like we said. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, the video's pretty simple. Um, it kind of matches the song in that sense. The song uh, is kind of simple in execution, although it's got like a deeper meaning. And I think maybe that that's reflected in the video. But uh, I think that this, the views, in, the view count in this video, and this is why I'm kind of bringing it up in my pick, is I think might fall into one of those categories where this song is so good and people were so unfamiliar with Gautier beforehand that they're probably just going to this YouTube video to to listen to the song as well, just as much as they are to see the video. So, um, I don't, I think it, yeah, I think it, I think it might be one of those those paradoxes yeah, where, where I, YouTube views are reflected not only in the quality of the video, not to diminish any of the quality of uh, of the of this music video. It's a it's a really interesting music video, and and it's it's I like to watch it as well. Directed uh, by Natasha Pincus. Um, but, but I do think that people were, are probably accessing this video to listen to this song as well. Yeah, did you guys see the um, the the version that the, that uh, where they're all on the guitar, that band that they're like all kind of doing different parts on the guitar that also went super viral? The one where it's they're all they're all playing one guitar, the same guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that that's really good too. I think that because that they really nailed that that cover. I think that made the song even more popular. That one has 96 million hits. Yeah, I, I feel like the video, I was a little surprised that that video had as many hits as it did. And I agree with you, Doug, that it's probably people are listening to it. I think people listen to songs a lot on YouTube more than any than a lot of people think. But because um, it's, it's a good, it's an interesting effect. It's not like something that's like a mind blowing, like you have to see this kind of thing. I think it's just a, a really kind of well done music connects with the image really well video. Um, I think the two the two artists also and and also when I've seen live performances, they pull it off really well too. Is they're kind of um, they they kind of like perform as the characters that are in the song. I mean, you it's like a like a rocky relationship is kind of almost believable between these two these two Gautier and, and Kimbra and and they're actually going on tour together and they have um they have this chemistry that shines through in the music video as well and in the live performances but um but yeah I think that I think it's just a really awesome song people like to listen to it and uh are probably doing so on YouTube I mean YouTube with the built-in playlist feature and and that kind of stuff I mean you could just listen to songs all day through YouTube yeah Till you get a screeching cat. It's happened to me more than once on one occasion. Um, yeah, I just I I just saw a um, a Gautier music video parody uh, that College Humor did. That um, my friend Kyle Mooney, who's one of my favorite uh, comedic actors in the world, he he was in my Greaves video. Have you guys seen that one? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he he does a lot of. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff, but he I just saw it. It's actually pretty good. Um, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, it's yeah, on send us, humor. yeah, send us the link. We'll, we'll put that in the in the notes because that it's it's called some study that I used to know. It's about learning things in school that we that we're never going to use. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty good, but yeah, it's it's really interesting when a music video can cross over to the mainstream so much. Yeah, people just assume SNL Annie Sandberg assumes that you've seen it and you know the image. Um, yeah, 
What do you think? Do you, do you have? Do you get any idea? Like, like, is there like a line? Do you think that like a video crosses that makes it able to be relevant like that? I mean, I mean, it, it makes sense if it's a Lady Gaga video, everyone's already going to watch it. But Gautier kind of came out of nowhere with this song and video. Um, well, I don't think that. I mean, if if the song wasn't that song, that video would be. It, it wouldn't, you know, it'd just be like, I feel like it would may just be like, there's some interesting elements to it, but I think the song is so, you know, the song and, you know, his performance with Kimber's performance is like really, really solid. And that's what makes the video, this mm -hmm. this one. I think that if, you know, if, this, if the song wasn't so, so popular, then, you know, it may just be another another video, you know. But then when there's, when there's other videos that are so, that have like, there's just, you know, you know, certain videos that go viral for whatever reason or, you know, they have like certain iconic little images, you know, like you, like you said, a Lady Gaga video, maybe that, you know, everyone's going to recognize that. But I think, um, yeah, I think that's, I think it, this one really has a lot to do with the song. Well, uh, don't, don't you think? Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, completely. Completely. Yeah. Because yeah. no, I, yeah, it's not something where this... I mean, there's. I think there's two types of popular videos. The one where they do something so visually stunning that, uh, or so interesting that it doesn't really matter what the song is, or the one like where an, the like song an OK is, Go video or something like that. That's just yeah, like nothing against OK a Go, a giant Rube Goldberg machine or something. That's yeah, you know, just you're gonna watch because it's like an awesome viral video. You would watch that Rube Goldberg machine without the song almost. Uh, I, I have a I have a um, an additional pick that's just we'll just real quick. That I just saw. Have you guys seen the Sebastian Tellier video? No, I saw somebody tweet about it though. Oh yeah, you should check that out. It's a not safe work uh, video. Oh, we like that. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite kind. It's have neither of you guys have seen it. No, no. Where's it? It's, uh... Yeah, it's basically it's it's somehow the sexiest slash funniest video ever, and it's I feel like that's kind of going. Like I think after this video, the doing like kind of doing a shocking video with nudity and you know kind of sexy stuff is, you know, they took it to the limit. They took it to the limit, and it's still really funny somehow. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, I I, I'll I check that, that out as well. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think uh, I think that does it for us. That's it, huh? I hate that Adam acted like I didn't tell him about that before we started recording. Like that was a good move, Adam. I was really proud of that <laughs> that performance there. And you're like, what is this thing that you didn't mention? Sometimes we need to act. You know, I'm an actor. Well, you're creating drama about you know you got to create drama so it, it, you, you let the viewer know that there's like some sort of conflict. It makes it more interesting to listen to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're working on it. our podcast skills. We're working. We know conflict, drama, narrative arc, all sorts of things.